Welcome back to the WPTF Morning Show. Uh, you have probably noticed over the last few weeks, gas prices have been on the rise here in the Triangle and across North Carolina. We decided to bring in the expert on gas prices from Gas Buddy, Patrick DeHaan, joining us on the phone lines. Good morning, Patrick. How are you? Good to be with you. I'm great. Thank you. Uh, so prices across North Carolina and really all across the country have gone up significantly since the last time we talked with you. How much exactly? Well, you know, uh, just a couple of weeks ago, uh, we'll call it a month ago, prices were three twenty-seven a gallon in Raleigh, and now the average has shot up to three sixty-four. So it's been quite uh, quite a momentous jump, and it's been rather sudden. The last few weeks, we've seen some pretty hefty weekly increases. So this is something that I mean, it had been a pretty quiet summer. Uh, with prices in the low $3 range, but now suddenly oil prices are up. We saw some heat-related issues, and boom, gas prices have made a nice jump. Is that the real cause? Because I've been seeing a lot of people over the last few weeks on, on social media trying to come up with their reasoning as to why the gas prices have been going up. I, I don't think, and, and you're the expert, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think it's because the government said something about aliens. <laughs> well, I know you're you're exactly right, um, and you, you know there's a lot of uh, self-proclaimed experts out there um, that you know just kind of like going to a college football game when the refs suddenly don't have a call their way, you suddenly have you know a stadium filled with seventy thousand refs. So <laughs> right, you know gas prices are very similar, and what's been happening lately, and a lot of people you know have been kind of pushing back because it's uh, uh, sounding too simple for them. First of all, the weather actually has had an impact. Uh, and to dive into that, we've had some incredible uh, heat waves uh, grip much of Texas and Louisiana. Uh, those heat waves, well, they've come and gone, but really the heat waves uh, two weeks ago, Texas and much of Dallas and Houston, the refining hub of the United States, saw air temperatures that exceeded 110 degrees. And when refineries, which are outside exposed to the elements, um, you know, due to the nature of physics and chemistry, when things are really hot, they expand. Um, and so even liquids like oil can expand, which kind of reduces the capacity when you're, uh, when oil is, is, you know, much warmer, when the refinery is much warmer. But also those extreme temperatures, are very hot, um, can lead to equipment failures outside. You know, there's a lot of sensitive electronics that drive uh, refineries, sensors. So along with uh, a yield reduction because of the high temperatures causing things to expand, you also have some equipment failures that have happened in the last couple of weeks. And, um, you know, we're talking about this happening in Texas and, and, and Louisiana. Those are two states that have over half of the nation's total refining capacity. So that was the big part of the issue that caused kind of the sudden squeeze. But also in the backdrop, oil prices now are up for six straight weeks. We're at about $82 a barrel, and that's part of it as well. What has been the cause of that with oil going up recently? Well, a lot of it has been that, uh, uh, excuse me, uh, Saudi Arabia uh, announced in June when oil was $66 a barrel, um, uh, Saudi Arabia announced that they were going to be cutting production kind of on their own by a million barrels a day in the month of July. They extended that cut into August. And a lot of the reason they've been doing that is to stem the decline in the price of oil. They, they're basically trying to cut so much oil back that it leads to a massive imbalance that causes oil prices to shoot back up. And now, with it looking more like the U.S. economy is going to avoid a deep recession, 
A deep recession would be bad for oil because it would mean less consumption. Americans wouldn't be driving as much. There wouldn't be as much commerce, as much um, as many goods on the road. So usually in a, a slowdown in the economy, it means lower demand. But now, now it looks like we can avoid that. There will likely be more demand. At the same time, the Saudis have really gotten Russia on board with cutting oil production. And we're talking about the number two and number three largest oil producers in the world. So when you put them together and they cut a lot of production amidst a time when the economy is slowing down but may start to speed back up, that's pushed the price of oil up significantly. So with that said, this time of the year, you know, most Americans have finished their summer vacations. They're back to the grind, back to school that time of the year. What does the outlook look like as we go through August into September and and the rest of the fall? Well, a lot of that is really dominated. Well, first and foremost, if nothing happens, um, which I'll get into here in a minute, uh, typically prices will fade off into the sunset as summer wraps up. And that's because demand starts to decline. The kids go back to school. The vacations wrap up. But the big what if is it also happens uh, mid to late August happens to be the, the start of when hurricane season becomes more active. Yeah. And hurricane season can be a big deal because just like the heat can hit Texas and Louisiana where a lot of the refineries are, so can a hurricane. And the biggest question is, will Mother Nature throw us a surprise? Will a hurricane churn out in the Gulf of Mexico? And will that shut down refineries? Because if it does, that could be a major impact on their ability to refine products. So, you know, we tend to go down in August, especially into September. But that's really contingent on Mother Nature, you know, having a quiet month, we'll say. If everything goes as planned and we don't have any huge disruptions with uh, Mother Nature, what kind of prices are we looking at as we get to the end of August and into September and the chunk of fall? Well, we could drift a little lower. Uh, Keep in mind, too, though, that, you know, if OPEC suddenly throws another curveball and, you know, increases – uh, or I should say decreases uh, production if they increase their amount of cuts, then oil prices could go up further. But, you know, if things were to lock into place right now and nothing else were to change, we'd probably drift just a little bit lower, not a whole lot. The average today, 364, we could get down to 360. Um, but, you know, alternatively, if we do see a major hurricane uh, out in the Gulf of Mexico, if it was like the perfect storm, we could get close to that $4 gallon mark. So it's kind of a a wide month, a wide range of possibilities for the rest of the month. So essentially you're saying it's a very fluid situation. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, It's really going to be all on, you know, hurricane season's been quiet thus far. So that's good. Uh, If that sticks and if OPEC doesn't make any surprise moves, we could be a little bit lower by Labor Day. But again, being able to predict Mother Nature, if anyone could do it, um, you know, that's probably pretty valuable. I certainly can't. But that's the wild card. And, of course, you know, after years like we saw Hurricane Harvey and Irma batter refineries, you're just never sure what you're going to get. He is with Gas Buddy. He is our gas expert, Patrick DeHaan, joining us here on the WPTF Morning Show. Patrick, thanks so much for giving us some insight and a good reminder. It's always fluid with this situation when it comes to gas prices this time of the year. Thanks so much, Patrick. My pleasure.